When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Kia ora and good morning to all of our terror. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We are by Kiwis and we are for Kiwis. It is Monday. August the 2nd, yesterday's, yesterday was the horse's birthday, so happy birthday to all the horses in the Southern Hemisphere. It's just after 6am in the morning, and it is a privilege to spend the morning with you. Today we're going to chat all things sport, and that includes the Olympics and everything else which has been going on around the world over the weekend. Give us a call at any stage on 0800 150811, or send us a text on double eight double three. No Izzy again today, he's back tomorrow, but stepping in for Izzy is the very, very talented and very, very mature and very, very smart when it comes to AFL in particular and our racing expert, Louis Herman Watt. Good morning, Louis. I think it's highly ironic that we are um, you know, in a network which is predominantly based out of Melbourne, which there are plenty of AFL experts, and somehow you've coined me as an <laughs> AFL expert. Really, I just... <laughs> Like to kick the sharing around, Baz. But morning to you. What a weekend and what a show we have lined up today. I'm jumping out of my skin for this one. Yeah, we're lucky, aren't we? And we've just got some amazing access to some some of our, our greats. And we're going to get their thoughts later on in the show. And that includes Dr. Farah Palmer, who I'm really looking forward to chatting to, Louis, because the Black Ferns and the weekend were just absolutely outstanding. And they're just wonderful role models and the way they carry themselves and just such humility as well and just a, a real, um, there's an authenticity about them which I think on the on the global stage is, is so refreshing too. So I'm looking forward to talking to Dr. Farah Palmer and also the golden one a little bit later on, Jeffrey Wilson. Love chatting to him. I get the feeling we'll just have to pose one or two questions and then we can just let him fly because he loves talking success stories and he's got a few to talk about plus projecting forward towards the... Bledisloe Cup, plus we've got a few others to chat to as well, Louis. We do. Sarah Cowley-Ross wrapping up a huge weekend uh, in the Olympics, which yesterday, Dame Valerie Adams taking bronze. She says it means more to her than her gold, and when she's done it without her family, she had to move to Christchurch. You can kind of see the reasons why. It's 
it was a pretty big weekend, like emotionally as a sports fan, Baz. I think, um, you know, as a fan, you you kind of get used to being excited and then disappointed and excited and disappointed. But this weekend, it felt like that tenfold. I mean, there was just so much emotion and so much ecstasy. Um, I kind of, I don't really know where to start. You kind of get to Monday morning, you probably... Well, it started. It started Friday, didn't it, with the with the golden hour, really. The medal haul that we picked up throughout that hour, starting with Emma Twig. And then, obviously, the women's eights capturing silver, and then the men's, the men's eights led by just what you can, you have to coin, just an absolute winner. He is a guy who just <laughs> knows how to win. He knows how to inspire those around him. Keeping in mind that the men's eights had to come through the roof charge to, to even get their shot at glory, and then to have rowed the way they did. Now, I'm no row, rowing expert whatsoever, but... They look like they just had such such poise in the boat. And, and you've just got to think that Hamish Bond, his ability to have been there before and done it, he just inspired those around him and just taught them how to get themselves across the line and to, and to capture that gold. It was just a magnificent hour. At some stage this morning, Baz, I want to talk to you and I want to ask you about this generation of Olympic athletes we've got and the consistency of success Hamish Bond, Valerie Adams, Lisa Carrington, Peter Burling and Blair Chuk. This kind of era, it's this professionalism and it's this consistency of gold and this golden standard, which is probably the best way to put it. And I, I want to explore that a little bit later in the show. There's, so there's so much. Just think about the Black Ferns. You made a really good point. They are this, this team that just oozes charisma and personality. They were almost kind of hitting that Black Caps period where at the moment they're just... You, they're golden, right? They are just they're so they're special. They're adored. They're loved. They do it their way. They play a way that it's very um, approachable and it's they're very endearing. It's kind of reminding me of the World Test Championship success and the way we were looking at Kane Williamson's side is a similar way we're looking at Seda Hidden's side. I think it's a great comparison, actually. It's funny, funny you said that, Louis, because on on Friday night after um, our uh, uh, Friday Saturday night, sorry, after our um, Black Ferns girls had had lifted gold and had, had achieved that in the way that they were just carrying themselves. I, I thought exactly the same thing, and I thought actually where New Zealand cricket's at at the moment, the men's uh, organisation has reached that same level. The women's situation at the moment is just struggling a little bit, and rather than looking maybe as a comparison with the Black Caps, I think they could look towards the Black Ferns and say, we want to be that. That's how, that's how we want to be known on the, on the international stage, and they're just inspiring. So many people, and yeah, I've, I want to. When we speak to Dr. Farah Palmer later on, I've got a, a, a little bit of a reading from the co-captain Sarah Hidini, where I think it just encapsulates everything. I'd love to get her reaction later on. But so that was a, a great period. Um, one thing I, I was staggered by was that we reached our fiftieth gold medal, Louis, in the Olympics in the history of the Olympics, and I. A little bit of research tells me 14 of those have been from rowing. Why are we so good at rowing? I don't know. That is a lot. 14 of 50. And that's that's a lot. Uh, going back to the greats of the the greats of the sport, we've just had we've kind of had generations of it. It's this. I don't know, Baz. You tell me. I mean, it's it's almost like I know it's a big thing around the country. Is it something to do with how like? gritty of a sport it is it's a tough sport 
you know, it's like you, you get down there and you row into you got blisters on your hands and it's kind of like who can hurt the most. I mean, that's where Hamish Bond's made his living, right? Who who can hurt the most and be okay with that? And there's a bit of New Zealand to that. I don't know. I mean, I guess we've got beautiful landscapes and lakes down the country. It's conducive, but I'm not sure. What do you think? Other countries do too. So I don't know. Is it the fact that we are a small country, so therefore the they're able to train together and they're able to push one another. I don't really, I don't really know. I guess that's a question we could maybe ask um, Sarah Kelly Ross later on as well as maybe is there is there a, a factor which just sets us apart? And I, I spoke to a, a guy yesterday, funnily enough, at the pub, Louis, <laughs> and um, and <laughs> and and I asked that question to him, and he said, "Well, he went to Hamilton Boys actually," and and he said. The thing about Hamilton boys is, if you're if you're in the first fifteen or if you're a rower, you kind of walked on water at that school. So therefore, it inspired those to be able to give them a little bit of, I guess, social acceptance too. That that um that they were, if they were to participate in those two sports. So whether that's right or wrong, I'm not sure. But you just wonder if that is a bit of a a contributing factor as well. But it is a staggering stat. Fourteen gold medals in rowing alone out of the 50 over the history that we've had in the Olympics. And and that's why I think as well, when you put in context that we've won 50 gold medals ever over the entire Olympic history, we've won 50 gold medals and we had two of them within an hour and we had three of them within a weekend. It's, it's pretty, pretty amazing effort from our athletes. Oh, it's just, it's really, it really is quite insane when you think about it. I don't want to dig too deep into that, but you know, New Zealand, we are a young country. There's a lot of English influence, like a lot of a lot of European influence. Uh, I was thinking about the eight and how they row the men's eight last, right? That is the apex of rowing. Like that's the Yale versus Stanford. That's the Oxford versus Cambridge, right? That's kind of like the pinnacle team event. It's the, the kind of old-fashioned, you know, your eight strongest into the boat and they row straight, who can outlast, who can outstay. The fact that we put a team together that went through the rapid charge was so, you know, Stephen Fleming talks about cohesion. I'd love to get Flem's take on this boat because they were so in tune. And actually, so were the women. So were the women's eight. And um, I think I think there must be, and, you know, rowing New Zealand's had, there have been cultural issues, I think, years gone by, and it hasn't always been the happiest place down there. But they've obviously hit an absolute chord that the organization's flying and the, the rowers are happy, the teams, the co- the coaches are, you know, they're making sense and there's something that's working. And I think that's a great stat, 14 of the 50. Lisa Carrington's going to have a few. Or Ian Ferguson, so they're kayaking. Maybe it's just water sports. Barbara Kendall, Peter <laughs> Burling, Blair Chook. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it is. Well, the text machine's flying already here, Louis, as well. Boys, what an emotional, amazing day Friday was. Emma Twig's perseverance and immense dedication finally came through with the dominant win. The men's eight underdog win and the women's eight the silver lining on that out. Then seeing the clips of the emotion those results meant for rowing legends such as Mahi and Eric, wow. Then watching the tennis on a Friday evening to witness Marcus and Michael winning the bronze, New Zealand winning the tennis medal at the Olympics, Whiskey, Pango, Foxtrot, P.S. and to cap that off, the Warriors won after trailing 10 <laughs> at halftime. Richie, you are up and about on a Monday morning. We love it. That is fantastic. And, yeah, this is New Zealand too, Louis. So Friday night I went to a wedding, right? Yeah. And who happens to be at the wedding? 
after Emma Twiggs rode, rode and achieved gold for New Zealand. But Emma Twiggs' partner, Charlotte, just happened to be <laughs> at that wedding. Where else in the world can you run into the partner of an Olympic gold medalist that very night than, than New Zealand? We are so, so lucky living in this country. The access to our top top line sports people and, and the connections of them is, is just a classic sort of example of our country, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, that's brilliant. That is so, and that's so true. And if anyone ever wanted to have a beer with Baz, I mean, there's only two pubs in Matamata, so and there's a good chance he'll be, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll be there. So you can just go and, and park up. The girls play sport for the way, the way it's supposed to be played, love their passion and heart. Aussie cricket team could learn a lot from them, Case. Yeah, well, Case, I don't mind that little jibe, but I I know what you're saying. They play with smiles on their face. Ruby Tui, she went viral on Friday, I believe it was, with this interview with the BBC where she's just, you know, she's just beautiful and she's expressing everything we love about sport. And, you know, the end of it, she's like, hey, this is the Olympics. Can we just be happy? And you're like, you kind of just want to cry because you're like, yeah, you know, like with all of the things we spoke about before the games and the COVID and the, you know, the stress of it all at, at the absolute nutshell for Ruby Tui, it's in the absolute heart of it. It's just trying to be happy because she's doing what she loves with people that she loves in that team. Um, I'm, I'm really proud. They, they are a, they are a total team that makes you proud to be a New Zealander. They hold themselves. They do everything just similar to the Kane Williamson's men. It, they just do everything that you would reflect, you like to be reflected in as a Kiwi on the world stage. So you just kind of, you beam with pride. Well, that's what I mean. We talked about it a little bit on um, on Friday, and when you talk about um, playing the game for the game's sake and playing for the little boy or girl who fell in love with the game, and sometimes the external pressures and and the the, the white noise which athletes can have to deal with can sometimes suppress that the very basic element of playing sport, and that's what I that's what resonated with me was that these. That these athletes are, are doing it for sport's sake because they love the game, they love the competition, and they love representing their country, and they're just out there doing it. And they happen to have achieved along the way. Even the women's eight, they were so happy with getting second. You know, like they they were they weren't sitting there going, "Oh, I wish we had got gold." I mean, sure, deep down they probably wish they had it, but they were just absolutely delighted with the effort that all of them put in, the cohesion that they had amongst their amongst their boat and the efforts that they achieved. And the fact that they ran second, there was someone better, they were okay with that. And I think that's, again, another great example of of the athletes in our country doing what they're doing on the big stage. So many good stories from the weekend, and we haven't even really touched on Dylan Schmidt, a young Kiwi lad who's decided that he's going to take on the world at trampolining. And he was the first New Zealander to ever compete in the sport at Rio. It went very well. And he came back this time, and he just he said he woke up and he felt calm. He said his resting heart rate was something like 36, I think I heard on the news. It was so calm, and he said, I just knew something great was going to happen. I just felt I felt right. And he went out there, and, and the look on his face when he knew he had bronze, it was just, again, he was proud to be a Kiwi. And then he's saying, you know, we're a cool country. I mean, look what we can do. There's just so many great stories. So his sister, Rachel, she's also a trampolinist. She knows exactly how hard... Dylan works. She knows exactly what goes into being a, a trampolinist, I believe that is the phrase, at this level. So we're going to catch up with her before seven, which will be awesome. Another sibling on the show, Baz. That's right. I didn't run into um, Rachel at the pub. Not like um, 
Jamie Geller, the sister of Kerry, Kerry Geller. I, uh, this one came from you, Louis. I, did, you, did you run into her at the pub? Because no. you're also fond of going to the pub. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I, Rachel's far too dedicated for that, no doubt. So she was probably... No, I, I just thought, you know, a trampolining's a sport we don't know a lot about. Dylan's done something exceptional, just like all these other Kiwis. Why don't we touch base with him and or touch base with someone that knew him and I wasn't sure was it going to be a sister whoever or a family member or a coach but Rachel was keen to come on so that's brilliant Baz hey the Warriors one as someone pointed out which is just fantastic um, that was a big effort and and also there is plenty more Olympics to get into I'm gonna try to pace ourselves this morning because there's so much to get to I feel like we could just could just go and go and go and go. But we're here for three hours. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Double eight, double three is the text line. 0800 150 811 is the Kennard's Hire phone line. Get in touch on that because we want to hear from you throughout this morning. There's plenty to get to. After this, we're going to talk a bit about the Warriors and also the notion of sharing a gold medal. We'll fill you in after this. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.